Hey there, Patriots. I am Melissa Redfield the World. I'm glad you're here with me today. If you're new to the channel, uh, we look at Q posts, we look at current events, and the Trump tweets in the light of God's word. And my name is Red Pill the World, and I got a red pill for you today. Um, you're probably gonna hate me, <laughs> but hang on, just hang with me. Okay, this is what we're talking about today. They, there's a huge teaching. Surely you've heard it about the rapture. Is it possible we were misled on this? And why, if that's the case? Now, if you, if you are woke, you know that we've been lied to about a thousand different things. So why in the world? Now, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about rapture, this is the teaching that they have sent to the churches that we're going to literally fly in the air, in the air to meet like this. And that I've seen pictures where cars are, are crashing and everything else. It's absolute mayhem like you've never imagined before. And so is that really, is that really what is, what the Bible teaches? And there's movies, movies, movies about it. The Left Behind series with Nicolas Cage. Why is Hollywood promoting this? We know that they are up to no good. So let's look at it. And so this is the thing. This is the Great Awakening. We all are looking at things critically now we're looking at things and not just like a child believing whatever we're told we're actually looking at it and so this is what I'm, I'm asking you to do I'm gonna give you the three passages in the Bible that talk about this and you go and search it you go and and see because that you know I'm the red pill but in, in any red pill for you to swallow it down it's up to you to do the your own research and and make sure you you know Find out what you really do believe. All right, so the question is back to why would they do such a thing? All right, so the teaching goes that that the first thing that happens is that the church is raptured. God's people are, are escape out of the earth, escape, leave the earth. So then the beast comes and he destroys the earth and you know there's just you know whatever, and then but there's no church here, and there's no Christians here. And suppose the people get saved and it's it's very convoluted and very complicated and very strange but the the thing the first thing that happens is that you're out of the fight you're not looking to find out or identify who is this beast because you say i'll be gone what do i care the world's gonna go to hell anyway what do i care that's the mentality that's what ends up happening and you're like well you know we'll be we're leaving okay so i have been a missionary for years and years and years and you know, the thought of this made me think, well, I would not want to leave. And, and you know, that should be our, our Christian thought anyways. I don't want to leave. Why would the Lord have us leave and let the whole world go to hell? I mean, isn't that the point of, of us taking dominion of the earth? His kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this, the whole point is if they were trying, and this is my contention, that they were trying to get us out of the fight to not identify the beast. The beast is the new world order. I have a whole book that I've, I've gone through basically everything that they've lied to us about. And I've put it in this book, QAnon and a thousand years of peace, destroying the new world order and taking the kingdom of Christ by force. And that is what we're doing. It's only on there for $2. You can get the paperback or you can go into my revelation playlist. And I've got tons of videos on it there. So whatever way you want to do it just to get to the truth of the matter because we found out they've lied to us about so many things but let's jump in i'm going to show you the, the main passage that, that that is uh that this comes from it's from first thessalonians chapter 4 16 and 17 let's see if i can get this great all right so it talk 
that, and I love this, actually, this is an NLT version, and it's actually doing a really great job because it's talking about the hope of the resurrection. So they always say, read in context. What is the context of this passage? This is the deal. They knew that one day they would have resurrected bodies. That, that, I don't know if you know that there's a promise in God's word that we will have bodies one day that will never die. Okay, that's really what heaven is all about. And heaven coming to earth is that we will have bodies that never get sick anymore, never die. That's what we're headed toward. We're not there yet, clearly. But okay, so this is the thing. They were afraid, oh no, you know, our family members have died and, and we're, you know, what's going to happen with our family members? Because they're, they're, they didn't, they missed the resurrection. They missed out. Okay, that's what he's talking about here. I, um, I want you to know what will happen to the believers who've died so you will not grieve like people who have no hope. They thought, oh, well, no, they missed it. Jesus was supposed to come back and we're supposed to get resurrected bodies and they're dead and now they're just dirt. That's the concern. The whole point is getting the resurrected body. Okay, so that's a very important clue because we've always got to look at it in context. And, and, and you know, when people pull just one verse out and build this whole giant teaching on something that out of context, it's, it's, big, it's a big red flag. Okay, for since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when he returns, God will bring back with him the believers who have died. Okay, so then it says, we tell you this directly from the Lord. We are, who are still living when the Lord returns will not meet him ahead of those who have died. Again, it's talking about those who, to get this new body, to get the new body, to get the body that will never die, this resurrected body, okay? This is the main verse that they use. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout. Keep that in your mind, commanding shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God. Remember trumpet call, okay? First, the believers who have died will rise from their graves. Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And then we'll be, we will be with the Lord forever. So encourage each other with each words. So I'm not taking rapture away from you. Rapture is when we all join back together, when everyone is going to be, have these new bodies that never die. That, that day is coming. Does that, I guess really the point is, does it happen? before the 1,000 years reign of Christ or after, okay? So I'm gonna show you, this is the, the, another great thing about the Bible is many, it doesn't just talk about something in one place. It talks about it in multiple places. I'm gonna take you to two more places where it's talking about this very thing. But the point is that everyone, whether they are, they've died and they're you know, in heaven, or if they're on earth, everyone at the same time is going to get their resurrected body that will never die. Okay, you with me? The other passage is in, um, for another one of them, is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is a huge passage about, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It would take, it's, a, it's a wonderful passage. I would encourage you to read it. But it's talking about, um, uh, you know, obviously in verse 50, what am I saying, dear brothers and sisters, is that our physical bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These dying bodies cannot inherit what will last forever. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. So some people will be on the earth and, and their bodies will be transformed without ever having to, to die, which is wonderful. What a, <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from anybody, am I? It will happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. Okay, did you get me? Okay, the trumpet call of God, this trumpet blast, okay, there's a last trumpet. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live forever. And we who are living will also be transformed. That's amazing. Everybody will be transformed at the, at the same, at this blink of an eye. 
Awesome. Isn't that beautiful? For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal, mortal bodies must be transformed into immortal bodies. So we're, we're headed back to Eden times a million. Okay. In, 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 in the Garden of Eden, where everything is beautiful, where everything is at peace, where everything is, you know, there, there's no death like Adam and Eve had. Okay. Are we there yet? No. That is, you know, for another another stage in this in this whole thing but what if they caused us to think that we were going to uh, rapture out of here and leave out of here to get this and we're going to be in heaven then we wouldn't be here for the fight against the beast clearly the bible says that we're here for the fight against the beast that we identify the beast so you see the disconnect you see this doesn't work okay and so, all right, so let's keep going. Then when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, the scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where's your victory? Oh, death, where's your sting, right? Because, hey, you, you lose, enemy, Satan, because we won. We're all here. We're living forever, and you're out. All right, so let's look at the next passage, Revelation 21. Look at this. And then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared. The old one was out with the old and with the new, right? The sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from, from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. So now, that, now you do get a picture, but people are coming down from heaven to earth. And I, and I think it's actually going to be a, a, you know, a kind of a back and forth thing. Imagine it all being renewed. We have a new heaven. And a new earth and you can go where you please and you're not going to die and, and it, it, the thought of it talk about rapture rapture is a word for this is going to be amazing i heard a loud shout okay guys <laughs> we got a shout we got a shout here we got a trumpet here we got a shout the a commanding shout and a trumpet call i mean this is it's like blah, this is it right look god's home is now among his people he will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. Isn't that awesome? So this is, these are the three parallel passages that are all talking about the day when we all get our resurrected bodies. It's not talking about escape. They pulled it out so that we would think we're going to escape. The reality is we're here. The Lord told us to take, to take dominion of the earth. And that's exactly what we're going to do. And it's his kingdom come. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That was his plan from the very beginning. And he hasn't changed the plan. Okay. So I'm going to show you one other quick thing. Just before this passage here where it talks about um, the new heaven and the new earth and the new bodies and all that, this amazing thing happening. 19 is where before this, chronologically in the book of Revelation, it talks about we're fighting the battle of Armageddon. In Armageddon, you know, our Lord is is here and he is fighting this battle. Okay, that's what it clearly, clearly is saying. That when we win this battle of Armageddon, then there's a thousand years of peace. A thousand years of peace. The next, I'll read a little bit of this. And I saw heaven opened and a white horse standing there. Its rider was named Faithful and True, for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood. This is the blood of his enemies. 
How picturesque is that, right? And his title was the Word of God. The armies of heaven, dressed in the finest of pure white linen, followed him on white horses. This is angelic host. This is us too. We're all fighting this great battle of Armageddon. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with a rod of iron. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So this is him reigning on earth for a thousand years. So, okay, so then what do you mean here, Melissa? What is going on here? He's coming, you know, they're, they're coming down from uh, heaven. And he, you know, it's saying here he's coming, the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout. Well, what it appears to me is that it's, it's a, he goes, it goes back and forth and he goes to get this whole group and uh, that are already in heaven and to, to bring them as an entourage down to, to earth. That's what it appears to be. Okay. So, you know, it's, it, it, these are very complex passages. And so when you have a very complex passage, it is right for people to misuse it and to, and to cause confusion. Okay. So I wanted you to see that. I wanted you to see one more thing in chapter 19. This is called BibleGateway.com, and you can look, uh, read it in all in various versions and compare different versions until you really sort it out in your mind. Anyway, so look at this. I saw an angel coming down from heaven. This is what we're in the middle of, this battle of Armageddon right now. And I saw an angel coming down from heaven with the key to the bottomless pit and the heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent, which is, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in, a, in chains for a thousand years. The angel threw him into the bottomless pit which he then shut and locked so Satan could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. After that, he must be released for a little while. So there's the battle of Armageddon. He's then there, then there's the, um, uh, Satan is cast into the, into the pit for a thousand years. There's the thousand year reign of Christ. Then you've got here after the thousand years, Satan will be released from prison. He will go out to deceive the nations called Gog and Magog. So there's another battle, Gog and Magog. And after this battle, look at this, he will go forward, uh, and he will gather them together uh, for a battle, a mighty army as numberless as standing along the seashore. And I saw them as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people and the beloved city. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. Then the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet who are already there. Okay. After Armageddon, the beast and the false prophet are there. It said that in 19. There they will be tormented day and night forever and ever, never to come out again. Satan is done forever. And then after that is the verse that we just read, which is that then there's the new heaven and the new earth and the new bodies and everyone gets the new new bodies and, and the, 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 the Jerusalem, which is God's people, heavenly Jerusalem is coming down, is people who are already in heaven, our, our family members. Uh, and, and I'm sure we'll be up there too at that point. We'll, we'll come and we'll we'll all join back together and we'll all be well and no one will ever die again. That is what it, for, for, to look at it with, a, you know, really carefully and not to get sucked into the hype and the, and the Hollywood and the, the, the very strange idea of this, you know, we're not, we're not to that point yet. This is going to have to be when we have new bodies and, and, and that can, can, you know, that will never die again. This is a, this is for a different day. And my strong conjecture is that this is after the thousand years after Gog and Magog. That is where I am on understanding this. So I wanted to share that with you because I get so many questions about it. And, uh, the bottom line is whenever it happens, 
Our job is to stay here and be in the fight to fight this beast, this new world order, and to bring his kingdom to earth. His kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's our job. And we are headed toward, just like I say in my book, a thousand years of peace. Peace on earth, finally. His, you know, as, as it says in Revelation, it says, you know, you've finally assumed your role and you've, and you've begun to reign on earth. What, a, what an amazing day we're headed for. Um, real quick, I've got scripture songs. If you want to memorize scripture so that it's in you so well that you can piece all these things together. I really do think that's, that helps me so much to come out of the deception. As it said here, clearly that we, that he will no longer be able to deceive the nations for a thousand years. So we've been, he told us there would be great deception. Okay. So they shut and locked Satan so he could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. So don't feel bad. We've all been sucked into deception on a thousand different things. So let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. Thank you so much that you, you continue to guide us into truth. You promised that you would. We just, we just call upon you, Holy Spirit, to, to guide us because we don't have the answers except that you guide us. This is beyond human reasoning. We know that these uh, that we've been deceived about a lot of different things. So we just trust that you will guide us into all truth. We praise you, Lord, that this is a day of great awakening, that we're all uh, stepping into this maturity and we're ascending, we're rising into this new position of, of authority, that we are listening to you and, 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 uh, and hearing from you what is true. Guide us, O oh Lord, into all truth. We pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Love you. I'll talk to you soon.